welcome to the Sober Fanboy. I'm your host, John Jeremy. Today we have special guest Ryan Casada talking about music, sobriety, and the pandemic affecting the world. Alright, Ryan. Yeah. You got I you first of all, say? it's 7-Eleven, so it's my niece's birthday. So happy birthday oh. to Gabby. You know, it's 7-Eleven, but I did not know. You, you got to talk about it right now. Oh, well, 7-Eleven is supposed to be free Slurpee Day at 7-Eleven, the convenience store, and it was canceled. Corona canceled. Now Corona's taking my Slurpees away. <laughs> my, my God-given free Slurpee, they gave it away. I can't believe it. I'm so Jeez. disappointed. In- <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going anyway. I think I've only gone once, like ten years ago or something, a free surfy day. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't even remember. It was probably like so long ago when I first heard. I had no idea it was a thing. I had no idea yeah. that, like, they gave away free slurpees. That was so crazy. Did um, actually, uh, I didn't even realize it. I looked it up recently. I googled it and. Like, 7-Eleven has been around, like, 90 years or something, I think. Holy shit. I think, I think. I think if you, like, I don't want to, like, touch my phone because right now it's, everything's working perfectly, so I can't even Google it. Mm-hmm. Unless I use my pad, but my pad is, like, slower than hell. Um, but, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. 7-Eleven's been around, like, 70, 90 years? Like, that's crazy. I, like, yeah, I, think, crazy. I think it showed other places, too, that, like, are open so long. Uh, I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah. Like Walgreens. Walgreens has been around for like ever. I can't Dang. I can't remember. But, um, all right, so everything's working and we're here right. now. And yeah, we're on. We're on right now. So I just want to let everybody know. Uh, I got Ryan, my boy Ryan Casada here. So I'm just going to let him introduce himself and say hello. All right. Hello, everyone. Ooh. My name is Ryan Casada. I am a singer-songwriter, actor, and trans activist. I live in Los Angeles, uh, but I am from Long Island, so I'm probably going to pick up John's accent mm-hmm. <laughs> on this recording. Because um, that happens every time I talk to Long Island people, my accent comes out more. And then my agents are like, yo, get rid of that. Um, it's bad for auditions. But yeah, anyway, I'm, I'm sober. I actually, like, randomly looked at that, like, sobriety counter thing yesterday, and <clears throat> yesterday I, I was sober 2,300 days, so Woo! it was cool to land on, like, an even number yesterday when I just randomly checked that thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we are, we're in the age of corona, lockdown, quarantine, whatever it is. Uh, my tour got canceled, South by Southwest got canceled, Damn. so... I've been using the time to just work on music and stuff, so uh, I'm still spending my time being productive, but I mean, I do wish I was on the road, but one day it will happen. I got faith in that. Corona 2020. Corona yep. versus Ryan. Corona <laughs> versus Casada. Hell yeah, I'm going to make a whole record during <laughs> this shit. Oh, can we curse on here? Yeah, yeah, we can curse. <clears throat> all right yeah you're open to say whatever the hell you want to say i mean i mean yeah it's not even like um my friend was on 
my friend Jamie was on and we were, you know, at the end of it, she's like, oh, I don't know if we can curse. I'm like, yeah, we can fucking curse. It's all good. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I curse more in real life than on any, rec- obviously, on my recordings, I don't curse. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, in real life, I'm, you know, we talk all the time. So like, I'm always like, ah, you know, the way I talk, I just talk like a sailor. So yeah, yeah. So it's all good. I'm really sorry to hear about the, the tour cancellation. I know that that definitely set, you know, definitely was a, not just a disappointment, but like, you know, tours are not yeah. like easy to, it's not like you like, tours are like, all right, I'm going to do a tour and it's so simple. It's freaking hard. No, right? it takes forever to plan everything, get your map all sorted out so that you're getting the places in the right time and sorting out all the tickets with every single venue. It's a lot. I mean, just doing one show, you know, is like a lot of work before you even get on stage. So it's like, Doing a whole tour is like it's it's a it's crazy amount of work that people don't even really they don't even really realize it, you know? Yeah, the average person doesn't realize how hard it is even to make a record, right? They don't know yeah. the the work. I mean like when I mean I have your one of your records on my wall. The what the record that's like clear and it's like white in the middle, it's like actually like a tiny vinyl. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, I have two of those out. I wonder which one you have. Um, I can't read it from here. What does that say over there? That what, that record that's clear. Yeah. <laughs> Captain. Oh yeah. See, that's a song that's not Captain even May. like professionally out anywhere. Really? Do you have Captain May on Spotify or Apple? Right I now? think just on SoundCloud. Ooh! Oh my God, that's so awesome, and I have that on my wall. Hell yeah. <laughs> Actually, now everybody's going to go on SoundCloud and look you up and look up Captain May. Like, I got to hear this song that nobody has. Like, it's in the Ryan That Cassano song, exclusive. I actually wrote that while I was on tour. I wrote it on a napkin. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. So, when, when was the last tour you did? Um, I went on tour last summer. So, now it's it's almost about a year ago. It was actually, like, late August, September. So, it was super fun. Oh, that's that's awesome. I remember, um, so every every year, right? It's an annual thing, right? You try at least? Yeah, I try to go on tour every year. And I do a lot of one-offs too where I just like fly into places and, and play. But yeah, it's definitely been, it's definitely been weird this year because of Corona. But I mean, I'm still doing like a ton of online concerts. I feel like everything went to like the virtual world. And like, we did like definitely adapt. We like hella adapted to like, what's happening you know it's not like we just like we're like okay let's just like not play music at all anymore like everyone's doing virtual shows and live streams on instagram and facebook and youtube and stuff like the world goes on you know even though it's on the the internet i feel like we we actually picked up pretty quickly like as far as like how the world kind of shut down but like how quickly we adapted like you said like online stuff was like boom zoom was like boom i think i watched um oh i forgot uh, now i'm blanking on his name this uh this guy who does a show on netflix anyway i love his his show and he just said how like how did how did zoom just totally take out skype like skype was the thing and then like when this coronavirus happened like I never heard anyone using Skype. Everyone's like, yo, do you have the Zoom meeting code? Do you have the Zoom, you know, every all the jobs, all the places, all the people that 
would meet and congregate for whatever business and otherwise started to use Zoom and like no one mentioned Skype. And he's like, yeah, I freaking should have invested in Skype and Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Is it too late to invest in that? I, well, now the stocks probably like went up because everyone's using it, you know. No, I I think I think like I want to invest in it. It was Patriot Act. That's what I'm saying. It was Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj, and he made that uh. joke. He's like, uh, he's like, damn. He's like, you've been in a game. He's like, you had a 10 year head start, Skype, and then like you know, <laughs> uh, and then Zoom came and took your lunch. Like I was I was dead, and he's so right. <laughs> like how the hell are you gonna you're gonna do that but um i have been it's funny i have been to a lot of skype parties where they have like the dj going so they had the little yeah. djs and the lights and like it's it's an experience i mean obviously i can't say oh if you have an experience experienced it because like i'm sure people that like are trying to get some sort of entertainment have experienced something with zoom or or, or whatever or skype or whatever, yeah yeah like, totally nowadays i mean this has been totally crazy. So now with the music and you said the sobriety, like, you know, how do you feel? How do you feel this whole thing with the corona has affected, you know, just everything in that aspect? It, you know, I know it, sh- it shook a lot of people. And I think like a lot of people now lately have been talking about mental health. Like, yeah, you know, how is everybody I mentally? Think, yeah, I think definitely it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle emotionally and mentally. Luckily, I haven't felt like, relapsing or drinking and, and using it all like I've just been like you know what just just spend this time doing stuff that you love that's inside I mean because like I've, I've always been just like working on music and stuff and writing songs and I like I go out and stuff and I obviously like before corona I used to like go to shows and stuff and go out with my friends to restaurants I, I love like restaurant hopping and stuff but like I just I'm just like all right let's use this time to like work on new stuff like make more YouTube videos put more content out into the world and I mean during this time I've learned how to produce my own music which is is like something that I honestly never thought I'd be able to do but so that's like how I'm staying distracted and I think like that's the most important thing for my mental health personally right now is just to like stay distracted stay productive like when I'm productive my brain feels like okay like you're you're good you're good you know if you can do all this you're good so it's just like it's really about just like that for me and it has been a struggle I've been reading a lot and stuff and and reading a lot of like books that that are helping me to just like understand the things I've been through more so that's been good um and really just like staying in touch with the recovery community calling people connecting virtually whether it's on zoom or skype or on the phone or facetime or even just texting you know I stay close-knit with everyone and I, I stay in contact with people on a daily basis because that's essential to my recovery personally yeah no definitely do you feel like now when this happened because obviously you're in lockdown and I don't think uh, for anyone that doesn't know you live in Los Angeles so I yeah. mean over there it's like there's and they're going back now right it's the second yeah phase. we are we are I don't know what the hell happened but we are really spiking right now like our numbers are rising like crazy they're saying that they're about to run out of space in the hospitals and like that's what's like bad is like you know right now they 
they're able to treat so many people so that the percentage of people dying isn't that much. But, like, if we run out of space in hospitals, how are those people going to get treated, right? So it's like we have to keep it under control so that people can get the care that they need to be able to survive it. Yeah, I mean, we, we yeah, we were we were having like makeshift hospitals. I, I believe we had like uh, these big ships that were coming in and taking a lot of people in uh, during during early in, in March. Um, yeah, we had all that I going guess we're on. probably gonna have to do something like that. Yeah, I mean that's that that there. It's just like you said, like uh, this is the second wave. I meant not second phase, second wave. Yeah. Uh, coming back like they, you know they kind of predicted it you know so a lot of people were not as surprised but still it, i mean um so you being on in, in the lockdown do you feel that like um that that gives you more time to like read and more time to like yourself and self help definitely i mean like just like los angeles in general the traffic sucks right so mm-hmm. it's like i was spending so much time just like sitting in traffic and now that we're like locked down like yo i haven't filled up like i filled up my gas tank three times since march which is like crazy to me like i was filling up my my gas tank literally every week before the lockdown yeah so i mean i saved a lot of money but i'm also saving a lot of time because i'm not sitting in la traffic yeah i mean i so i want to know like how was it so then like when you guys went on lockdown obviously the uh, traffic it was non-existent, right? I mean, or was it like, were yeah, you driving? I mean, I mean, you did drive. Was it like crazy? Yeah, I, I picked up like food and stuff. Like, especially like when it, when we first locked down, I would pick up food and everything. And like, there's times where like I was the only one in sight on the road, like on busy roads in Los Angeles. And we actually, uh, me and my, my friends that I was locked down with, we actually went on this really, really busy street in LA, Melrose, which mm-hmm. is like usually just packed with people. Yeah. On, like, I, I think it was like Friday night or something, and we literally like filmed a music video, and we were able to do full takes. Like, usually <laughs> you would get like ten seconds, and then some random person would like walk in the background. Yeah, yeah. We were able to just do full takes, film wherever we wanted. No one was bothering us, like, because of the lockdown, you know. And we were able to film like an entire music video and like three hours yeah which music video is this actually uh this music video is not out yet oh, okay, the song's okay. not out yet either I accidentally leaked it for like 30 seconds yesterday on uh, youtube yeah, yeah but yeah, i deleted yeah. it but i was like oh shit. Uh, okay 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 that's so funny though like you're right i mean i was um i mean i was i was uh yeah i was doing some location scouting myself uh the day before yesterday and i was trying to record some stuff and the cars were driving by and i was just like oh mm-hmm. that's kind of a distraction i don't know if i want this location to be and what i'm trying to do for my new projects that are coming out but like yeah. that's funny that you mentioned that that like that was the thing that like there's nobody around no one's bothering you telling you to leave or there's cars or distractions and this and that because of this whole you know lockdown that's happening i mean yeah yeah so it's gonna be a while before you come back to new york huh yeah, honestly, I was supposed to spend a few weeks there, so I'm, like, super bummed. I mean, I haven't seen my family in, like, seven months, so, I mean, I'm definitely, like, a little homesick for my family, but I know eventually, like, you know, this, this isn't going to last forever. This is temporary, and I'll, I'll be able to see my family eventually. Yeah, this isn't, yeah, this isn't forever, but I feel definitely the effects of this, I think yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna feel it for, like, 
a while because like you know when big i mean this is a world thing so like the the ripple effects right they're just gonna definitely be with us for a few years because i'm thinking even if it was completely eradicated like i was thinking yesterday or something like if it was completely gone Mm -hmm. i still i'm saying like for years to come people will still be like scared of it or worried about like you know or whatever i mean hopefully now we we're, we're gonna be more prepared for anything big like this that whatever if it was to ever happen again or whatever but totally we still got to handle this situation and things like yeah that. for real so no but it's it's definitely great that it seems like you know like i said to my friend that i'm i'm glad that i have some sort of re- recovery structure because mm-hmm. um i also deal with the codependency um i'm mm-hmm. learning and i'm and i'm like you know in a 12-step program for this and I continue to work it. And like I said, if had I not had the tools, I would be lost. I would be so yeah. like, you know, but the fact that I'm locked down, I'm forced to sit with myself and I have like these tools and books and things that like for me, I'm just like I thrive in it. I'm thriving. And there are people out there that are thriving in this pandemic that are thriving in like mental health, sobriety, recovery of other of, of other things, you know. Definitely. Yeah, we're lucky that we have tools before this all happened you know because anyone that like didn't have tools maybe they're struggling to like deal with this you know yeah i wanted to do a workshop maybe you can identify with it like to talk about being an entertainer in like sobriety for example right because i feel like a Mm -hmm. lot of people feel like especially like i did like where am I going to perform? Can I go into bars and perform? Even deeper, like when you just come in and like, let's say you want to, you need to get sober. Let's say you you have a problem, you're, you're addicted. And yeah. uh, how are you going to like not go to weddings? How are you not going to like, you know, be able to attend these big gatherings? Yeah, you know, you'll, you could definitely still do all that stuff. Yeah. Like I've done it, you know, I've, I've been on tour several times sober now. I've, I've been, I've played at bars, I've played at dive bars and honestly, like I love the energy doing that. And I feel like I could really just like play with, you know, I, I just, I love like playing in those environments. I don't really know why. I just feel like I could be like totally myself and I'm sober and it's fine. And I could sing about drinking and stuff and like the people there get it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So you did. You still do your songs that are talking about like you know, drugs yeah. and drinking and. Yeah, I definitely do. I mean, like cocaine crazy. That's one. That's definitely uh, one that I play on Long Island a lot. You know, and that's I was from just thinking that an older record, but people always want me to play it. I'm like, all right, you know, it's fun. So it's it's like, yeah, I'll play it. People sing along and stuff. That's a fun song, actually. Thank you. When you do play that song, first of all, everybody gets into it. Like it's it's. You know, it's it's one of those songs that actually all, all your songs, that's what makes a really good artist, in my opinion, is that when you have these songs that people can sing along with, um, you know, get them involved and things like that. So you have m- mostly all your songs are like that, you know, so yeah. Cocaine Crazy really gets people involved and they're like, yeah, you know, and me being in recovery, I could, you know, I could sing along with you and still, you know, I still have my recovery part, but I love yeah. that, that thing. Um. Yeah, but like you were saying, was it harder in the beginning, different, like, than it is yeah. now, obviously, right? You know, with performing in a dive bar or performing in a place that a lot of drinks and drugs maybe. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely harder in the beginning. Like, everything was harder in the beginning, though. You know, it wasn't just, like, playing shows. Like, those first, like, 30 
to 90 days of sobriety are brutal, you know, and it's just mm. like you're still in the obsession of wanting to drink and use like your brain has to rewire to find other coping methods your brain has to like rewire to just like be in a healthy mindset you know and that takes time that's not something that just miraculously happens overnight not for most people so it's like every day is like we have to work on it we just have to get through we just have to get through every day you know until eventually it's just like weeks oh man someone's at my door weeks start building up and then months start building up one second sorry no 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 of course jeffrey's making an appearance oh jeffrey everybody we got jeffrey casada on the podcast if you guys don't know who jeffrey casada is that's ryan's (laughs) jeffrey's jeffrey's making an appearance what kind of what kind of dog is jeffrey Jeffrey is an Italian greyhound with chihuahua, so basically he looks like a chihuahua on stilts. He's so adorable. He's got these long legs, but this little body. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love Jeffrey. Yeah, me too. I was there when you got Jeffrey. Yeah, remember how crazy he was? It was so chaotic. I felt bad because he was... I don't know if he was abused or whatever, but he was very yeah, scared definitely. of everybody. And now he's just like the way he comes up to people and the way he's just like completely yeah, rehabilitated. So oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, goodness. dogs just need a little love. Any dog, you know. That's why I'm just like you know, rescue your dog. It might be hard for like a few months, but like it's so worth it. Like they love you more. I feel like. Yeah, I mean. Especially, you know, I mean, that's what it is. Like uh, feral cats or anything like that. Like they're they're scared. They're skittish. You know, I had a cat that like hid under my couch for a long time because like she was feral, and that's what yeah, happens. Yeah. Like you know, it, it takes time to rehabilitate an animal. Um, it does. And he, I feel like humans too. We need time to rehabilitate. <laughs> Probably our whole lives. We do. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but. We were talking about the uh, the music thing, so I'm glad that like we spoke about that because you give people hope that maybe, you know, because I've seen, I don't know about you, I've seen comedians <coughs> in recovery. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I might, I might have a comedian who they just did a documentary on his life and um, he they did the documentary and it came out great. I got a sneak preview and oh, I hope cool. to have him on the podcast and um, I'm just, you know, just giving out a little information now, but it, he did a full recovery, and then his com- his comedy was like came out well more like you know consistent and stronger. I felt when he got sober, yeah. um, and um, but it gives a lot of people hope who are musicians and entertainers that tend to be drunk or always in bars and stuff. So now I'm sure people listening are like, you know, probably like, you know, wow, maybe I can. I can still stay entertaining. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, when I first got sober, I really thought, like, I wasn't going to write songs anymore. I wasn't going to be, like, able to be crazy on stage or, like, give it my best. But, like, honestly, everything got better. Like, all of my popular songs that I've written, I've written them sober. So, I mean, that really speaks a lot to sobriety and my sobriety. Do you believe your art and writing has improved? Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. I think 
you know, I have more time to work on it. I've, I've just like a clear head to be like, Oh, this is good. This is not, I have, um, my voice got so much better too. I mean, like when you're smoking stuff all the time, like your voice and drinking, like your voice isn't that good, you know, it's like rough. So I was definitely able to like develop more as a singer. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I think definitely, I mean, you wrote a lot of great songs in sobriety. Daughter, which I listen to a lot all the time. I know it Thank just you. we just got it up there, right? One million? One million. Yeah, one million <laughs> on YouTube. It's crazy. Guys, people who have not checked it out have to go on YouTube. Ryan Casada. Daughter should probably be one of the first things that pop up, but that's the name of the song. Yeah. You gotta listen to it. But I mean that that just goes to show you, you know, where your mindset is when you're not Right, we we do a lot of songs that are like when we're when we're really messed up, you know. So a lot of people and and you know to each his own, man. Like you know, if you feel it opens up your creativity and things like that, you know, whatever you need to do to get those things going. But when I couldn't do those mind-altering substances, I really dug deep to become creative. Do you feel you became more emotional or more in tune? with your art yeah, and writing. Yeah, definitely. And just, like, when you're sober, you're able to connect with people more. So it's like, when I'm sober at a show, and there's now, which has been, you know, the last six and plus years, when I meet people that like my music, and they're telling me, like, yo, I love this, I love your music, like, like it, it means more now. You know, it means more when there's not that wall up. Like, I could actually connect with these people. Because I, I feel like drugs and alcohol create a wall. Yeah, I always said that my brain was like mush. So whatever I was writing or doing, I guess was my emotions. And it was true to to ourselves, like whatever we were writing. But like, um, it definitely was, it was something, it's different. It's different, 100%, yeah. right? Writing definitely. sober and performing sober. Yeah, it's definitely different. It's a different, it's a different beast. And I, and I completely, re, you know, not only respect it, because I, now I get to see both both sides, but now I understand it better. I actually thought like you did. So again, I, I'm like glad that we're talking about it because I thought I had to stop writing music. I thought music and that lifestyle that was with it was why I kept, you know, escaping the way I did through drugs and alcohol. So I thought mm-hmm. I quit music within the first three months, but then I oh, ended wow. up coming out with a record like on my fifth or sixth month sober like shooting a music video in coney island like it was um and then and then it turned out that the music wasn't the problem you know there was more deeper rooted issues and for me in sobriety Mm -hmm. so like i know that you you uh had similar experiences with that and i also wanted to to touch even though it has nothing to do with music was it uh ruby rose shared your uh oh yeah she shared my picture because she uh she came out with these crocs you know those funky looking waterproof shoes she -hmm. came out with some for pride month so she uh picked a few instagram influencers to model them so that was pretty cool uh you rattle they make me like five inches taller it's crazy it's hard to walk in them though what so they're that they're crocs though well they're crocs but they're like elevator shoes yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. And they get to, uh, and they, they make you taller. Everybody likes to be a little taller. I, don't, I haven't heard anyone that doesn't <laughs> like to be taller. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's really that's really awesome. Yeah, when I saw that she shared that, I was like, that's Batwoman. <laughs> yeah. I got to see her as Batwoman. But then like right after, then I heard recently that she is not playing that part anymore. But at least we got one season of her as Batwoman. Oh, I didn't even want I don't I don't honestly I don't know much about Ruby Rose. But yeah. All I know is about the Crocs. Yeah. Ruby and I, I don't Rose. even know I don't know if she what pronouns she used uh they use either, so oh. sorry if we misgendered or something, but I don't I don't even know. I think uh I'm pretty sure well I know Ruby Rose is an Australian model um and was an act actress, I believe. I believe the pronouns are her, but again Yeah, we're sorry yeah, if we're know. we're misgendering <laughs> you, sorry. Uh, apologies, Ruby Rose, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then got the got the role to play Batwoman, which I'm a huge Batman fan. For those that oh, cool. don't know, and that's why it's like a big deal. And I was like, what? I was like, dude, that's freaking awesome! I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really great. And uh, so I've known you for like you know over six years, right? Damn, yeah. You've been awesome. You've been a, a big influence on me not just with the music that's what we really had in common you know we had the music and then the sobriety and uh all that stuff came together and it was really awesome and i'm I'm just you know really happy that we we were able to you know um connect on all those things and like yeah i'm happy too it was funny because somebody was asking me about like you know because we did talk about and mention like the five uh the five people that you're around the most, you're the sum of those, those five people. So like, yeah, definitely. And I was trying to think of like, wait, who do I talk to all the time? And like, I blanked. I talk to you almost every day. You know, if yeah. I'm not calling you, I'm texting you. So like, every day I'm in touch yeah. with you. And like, because you're a solid guy, it has helped me to help keep me solid and straight. So like, you know, you definitely help me. You know, on yeah. a daily basis of like, yeah, you know, it's helped me a ton. And I think that's that's important. Do you feel like um, so? Right? I mean, isn't it important? Like you know, who we surround ourselves with? Because I spoke about this last night very briefly. That since I was a mess, I hung out with people that were messes. And as I got better, I hung out with people that were trying to better themselves. Yeah. Out of the situations. Yeah, I relate to that a lot. I mean, so many people that I used with while I was in, like, high school and before I got sober, like, ended up, like, on heroin, you know? And, like, a lot of them ended up, like, overdosing. And, I mean, we, we have, like, you know, mutual per- a couple mutual people that we know that, that overdosed and are no longer with us. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Personal friends and everything like that. And here and, in New York is a huge problem. So, And I know you just yeah, came out with a song. A right? Yeah, I just... I had Heroin Nation, like, I came out with that, like, I don't even remember last year sometime, but then I released um, Sober recently, and both of those songs are, like, about losing people to the, the epidemic. Yeah. And not a lot of people even talk about it, you know? And it's like, we need that awareness. We do, because it, it, it hits home. And when people, you know, the more people talk about it, which I, I'm a big advocate of people talking about it, um, instead of just like brushing anything under the rug, like we should talk about these things, um, and you know, it'll help us to talk about it. Like, um, mm-hmm. I, 
I know that for myself that when I ignored certain things, they became resentments and then I harbored them and just acted out from those resentments. And if we don't talk about them, you know, they become big issues. I believe mm-hmm. later on they'll, they'll always manifest right that's that's why we go to therapy we don't we don't go to therapy to not talk about or get to the root right they said the root issue what is the root issue yeah that we're yeah exactly with? so it's definitely been one of those big things but yeah so that i saw i just saw the video for the heroin nation oh uh, the sober one uh the sober one is the sober song that's as the well the music video yeah when I think of sober, it's so funny. I think of uh, Demi Lovato. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I know that she had... All these celebrities, like, it's so great to see them get back on it. Like, we have Macklemore. We have Demi Lovato. You know, uh, Ben Affleck was just seen with photos of him uh, looking so good now. You know, being back on the sober wagon and looking great. Oh, you know? good, yeah. You know, more power to him and, and, you know, giving these people, giving all of us that are in the community, because this is a community, right? It is. It really is. And I, I think that we welcome everybody that, like, it's so welcoming. It welcomed me, like, without even thinking, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get to, like, help other people out and stuff like that, you know, to get into that, you know, to get into that zone and... and I don't know. I just I just feel great. That's why I'm glad I'm glad that I started this podcast and I have you people like you that are like really into the just whole getting better. Just yeah, it's important. You know, mental health is so important to just having like a a great healthy life. Yeah, and then we can help other people with the way that you know we've been helping ourselves. Exactly. I always feel like there's no coincidences. Every time I read something or I'm going through something and then I, I kind of get through it or, or find something very pivotal for that day, mm-hmm. I always find like <clears throat> throughout that day, you know, end up talking to somebody that like needed that like maybe that pertains to and then I share what I've learned or whatever that I read for that day or like yeah, that I'm going through and it, seems, and it seems to help them and stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's so awesome. So, being in this sobriety, what do you think? What do you think is like? What have has everything gotten better? Like you talked about food. You, I mean, for those who don't know, Ryan loves like really good food, and I've learned throughout the years of hanging out with Ryan. Like the first time I had really even Indian food, just for example, was in San Francisco. I believe we ate mm-hmm. somewhere in San Francisco, and like you've always been bringing me to these dope ass spots that like we eat good. You know, hell yeah! <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm definitely a foodie for sure. One hundred percent. What do you think is your favorite? Do you have a favorite food or? I think sushi is my favorite for sure. Like, oh. I love. I don't know why. I just love sushi. I haven't. And I mean, sushi. I I grew up very Italian, eating a lot of Italian food. So it's always nice to like go back to my hometown and eat that. You know, mm. my mom's cooking. Yeah. I saw a commercial on YouTube, I believe, and this guy was doing a documentary where he goes, he's in Italy, and he's learning, like, these people that are making these special shapes of pasta, mm-hmm. fresh pasta, like, these shapes won't exist, like, after they pass away. Like, these are the last people that knows these shapes. So, like, I don't know, maybe oh, I'll send you the video yeah. if I find it. So, it's such an interesting trailer. 
but the whole thing is about him going around and learning these specific shapes because the way that the pasta is shaped it absorbs the sauces differently and it supposedly gives it like a different flavor did you did you even know that like that's i didn't even that's crazy to think about it. yeah I, I know that but that yeah i mean oh, they i had no idea people how to make it so that yeah. they could keep existing yeah no but wow i had no idea i was like i didn't think that like the shape of the pasta made that much of a difference Mm-hmm. oh man but like you're talking about sushi that for real i love sushi yeah i love sushi have you had, um, I'm trying to think, sweet potato. I don't know if it's a sweet potato roll or what, but. That's yeah, of, that's good. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. So what <laughs> else besides sushi and Italian food? Um, I definitely love Indian food a lot. I like Thai food, Chinese food. Oh, Thai. Um, there's, a, there's some places here. There's a place in L.A. that I like that is Lebanese food and that is so good um I've never yeah had. there's there's just a ton of different great restaurants here in LA I've never and San Francisco too is like I lived in San Francisco for a long time and like both of these cities are definitely like major foodie cities they've got they've got great food over there oh yeah they've got their own little uh like Chinatown which yeah, I guess every big city probably has. I never really realized. Yeah, I think so. San Francisco has like a huge Chinatown. I think L.A. like Japantown is the coolest. To- Little Tokyo, I think is what they call it. Oh yeah. Didn't we try to eat? I'm trying to think. Did we try to have uh, Korean barbecue once or something like that? Oh my god, Korean barbecue is so good. <laughs> <laughs> that's like something that you want to eat like in the restaurant because you're cooking it yourself so it's just like during corona i feel like those restaurants are probably not doing so well right now which sucks especially because you're like you're like sharing everything too to like cook you know yeah yeah 100 percent. i mean everyone's masked up and uh, like you said unless they have it outside which i feel la is a little better with the having the the um, the tables and everything outside which we don't really have over here until recently like now everything is outside so um and even then i think it's still like six feet apart and all that and all that yeah i think ours is about to like lock down again too they they we had in-person restaurants like at 25 percent capacity but they took that away like last week because our cases are surging so much oh my god yeah, so this is all up in the air. I, I mean, I'm personally getting kind of used to it. And there, there is moments my, like that I feel like, I guess panic, maybe anxiety of like, oh, like I can't do this anymore. Like I'm tired of wearing this mask when I'm going shopping. I or like I want to be. But then that kind of subsides, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that like that we're all going through it. So like anybody out there that like, you know, is either has to now get used to it again like whether it's like they're going back on lockdown or whatever like it's all of us i don't want you guys to think that you're the only one i mean staying sober staying sober can get better right during this whole thing yeah um getting used to this can get better i mean everyone's still going you know talking about it therapy's still going on there's still communities that you can zoom with and speak about it Mhm. So, all that is all that is good and excellent. Heck yeah. Yeah, and 
you were talking about the acting, right? Mm-hmm. Can you speak anything? Of, are you allowed to say anything about like what you're doing or what? Yeah, I'm you... allowed to say a little bit. I last summer I filmed a movie called Two Eyes, oh, okay. so that will come out sometime. Um, again, like it's hard right now to release an indie film during lockdown. Like you know, you want to be able to go to film festivals and you want to be able to like go to premieres and stuff like that. So I mean, hopefully that's something that we'll be able to have in the future and. Who knows when the movie's coming out, but eventually it will. All right, awesome! I can't wait to like no, learn more Thank about you. it. Yeah. Oh man, we got so much. Like I said, I'm writing. I'm writing a little screenplay, doing a little show. Um, once we start Hell shooting yeah. and things like that, you know, we'll see what happens. But um, you I know, can't wait to. Yeah. If you're ever in New York, you know, got to get you stuff. on there. Hell yeah! I don't want to talk too much about it, but and I don't want to stay on too long either so we're probably going to end this right now we did a good we did a good amount of time man we talked a lot yeah we did oh ryan i love you so much can we have you come back and talk more will we hell yeah anytime yeah ryan i love you is there anything you want to say to anybody out there like you know any messages Uh, or anything we talked about stay strong everyone and be yourself and just know that this this situation isn't going to be forever you know we're going to get out of this so just have hope and, and look forward to the future. Don't lose hope. Don't lose hope, everybody. We're going to keep coming back and we're going to keep talking because there's more things I want to talk to you about, like I said. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're going to get we're going to come back so we can cover those things. And uh, like I said, we don't really write anything down here at the Sober Fanboy. We put the mic on. We talk. We see what comes out. I think it keeps it really real. It's not an interview. Keeping it's just it authentic. Authentic. My man knows. All right, Ryan. I love you very much. Uh-huh. And, all right. Uh, I love you too, John. Thank right. you. No problem.